was popping, was popping, was popping. Welcome, Nikki and Moose. I'm Nikki. That's Moose. What's up, Moose? What up, y'all? And on this episode, we're going to be talking about how do you grow a following yet make some type of money, some type of coins, the battle of free versus paid, or is it really freed and paid content? We're going to be talking about that. The Vision Pro, it's out. And is it really worth the almost 4000 price tag? You know, we're going to talk about that. Uh, what is it really like as a founder of a startup? The Spotify story, we're going to break that down. And then the new question of the week, what is more important when it comes to being successful? Commitment, discipline, or consistency? Find out that answer later on in the episode. Moose, how are we feeling about this one? Yeah, a lot of good conversation, man. Y'all got to tap into this one. Let's get into this intro. Two kids from Queens cut from a different cloth. Now joining forces, helping you to elevate your personal brand. Yeah, I'm talking about Nikki and Moose, bringing you a never before seen perspective into the mindset, the mentality, the behaviors, the driving force, but more importantly, the stories behind the people and brands that you know and love the most. And of course, this episode is powered by Ecamm Live, the number one all-in-one streaming platform that allows you to stream, podcast, present, it could do everything. Video isolation, audio isolation, overlays, playing videos. And now they're starting to really concentrate on Instagram Live and allowing comments to pop up and that whole nine, I tested it out. It's, it's coming along, people. It's coming along. So uh, more features with Ecamm Live coming soon. And you can get 14 days on us if you go to www.nickyandmoose.com slash Ecamm. That's E-C-A-M-M for your 14-day trial. Hello. Moose, how we Shout feeling? Shout out to Ecamm. Feeling good, man. Feeling good. It's been a, another good week in the books and uh you know just excited to keep at it uh took a took a dive into netflix just to break away from the work days okay. um yeah this time and i don't know why i've been hitting on this company quite a bit because shout out to one of our listeners who uh sent the sent the thread or, or dropped the thread i should say so yeah shout out to nikki and moose podcast for uh, letting us know that I get X amount of hours on audiobooks on Spotify. So I was like, yeah, that's that's what's up. Look, I, I got I tried Spotify for you. I was like, mm-hmm. uh I, I got antsy that I was waiting for my audible free credit. And I was like, you know what? I could get two months for free on Spotify. And See? I I could get the audible. So yeah, shout out to you because there was a new yep. they, and they do new books. I was like, oh. Yeah, no, libraries pack, man. Libraries pack. Um, not, not, not sponsored by, by Spotify, mm-hmm. but Spotify, I think, I think you might, after today's episode, I think you might want to, because I actually got on Netflix and I watched the Spotify series, mm-hmm. which is interesting because I typically don't do well with series that are translated or not translated, but the original form is in a different language. And because the company is, you know, Spotify started, I believe in Switzerland or Australia, something like really? that. It start, yeah, yeah. It, they didn't start in the States. So you can tell it was recorded in the origin language of the founder. And then they had the English voiceovers. So I typically don't do too well with shows like that. I think Money Heist was probably the only exception. But this one captured my attention. And honestly, it was because of the editing. I know that sounds crazy. The editing, yeah, it's, like, it's like you're on your, at least for the opening scene. It's like you're you're using Spotify on your phone and you're scrolling through playlists, but they're taking you through different characters. So it's like each playlist is a character and they have an episode dedicated to a character and they show you how each of the how each character played into the Spotify story and how they went from, you know, because it was really in the time, at least when they were building it, it was in a time when music was being illegally downloaded from the internet. 
and they were trying to find a way to get these people out. Music labels were, were losing a ton of money and they were trying to find a way to make it more attractive. So the founder had already started and sold the company previously and Spotify was his second, you know, his second, his second move. So, uh, you know, I was like, let me, let me check it out. I didn't necessarily get any raving reviews about it, but I was like, I'm gonna check it out. <laughs> One episode, two episodes, like I think three or four episodes in, I'm like, yo, this is pretty dope. So I, I love, I love stories about, you know, a founder's origin background and how they navigated to make the company come to life. And they had to jump through a lot of different hula hoops to eventually make this thing come for full circle, especially because the music companies did not want to, you know, partner with anyone for that matter, what they saw as like the next generation techies, uh, because they're like, yeah, you're stealing our art, you know, like a, a music album. It, this is art. And so we're just going to give it to you for free. It doesn't make sense. So it's, it's just like, it's like a good reminder of, you know, th this idea when we talk about being Spotify, literally that's, that's the name of the, the, uh, the show. You sure? Positive. Netflix. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm listen. Listen. I'm gonna have Spotify. to. I'm gonna have to quadruple check now. But let me. Or I'm pretty sure playlist. Spotify. The playlist, uh, Spotify Untold. Uh, uh. You go. Yeah. Okay. Close. 2022. Close. Close enough. But uh, super dope though. I, I I really liked it. I'm about like I said, three four episodes in, and uh, I'm like, yo, this is cool, man, to see that. Every company started off somewhere and they had like a super startup culture, you know, with uh, shared space and people going crazy in the office. At least they, you know, portrayed it that way. But it, it's cool to see it. So I would definitely recommend, man, for anyone who's starting and thinking about raising money, taking a company, you know, from like a small idea that most people don't really see the vision of to really have to go through a lot of adversity to make it come full circle quality show quality show i just put it on my playlist yeah there you go and on my playlist look i was about to watch it right now no let me put the phone back let me put the phone back <laughs> it's all right let's go all right you got you got me um okay so i i, I stated last week that i was going to watch this and this week, I come back with reporting about Shoot 'em Up Bang Bang, Griselda. Okay. Uh, really, really good series, right? I will say that. Now, I didn't know anything about Griselda Blanco. Nothing about her. I just knew of a rap group called Griselda and and a recording label called Griselda. Didn't really think too much about it. But uh, I, got, I think I finished watching in like within three days. Three days. Mm. Shout out to my mom. My mom episodes? said I finished. I don't, I don't know. It was felt, felt a good amount. Felt a good amount. Mm. But um, so there was a few things that I got out of it. Main one is greed and paranoia. Once you get to the top. Now, granted, right? I assume the paranoia comes from, you know, you're not doing anything right. You did a lot of things <laughs> wrong. And now yeah. you're on top and you feel like everybody's coming to get you. Cool. But the greed, uh, because of the constant success, is very interesting to kind of dissect because there was parts where they were like, yo, leave leave on top you could go here you go there boom boom and she was just not having it like at all and i actually wonder and this probably be a conversational piece that i'll leave is like when do you leave like when is the exit plan when you're on top or do you wait to mm. just look crazy at the end because she looked crazy at the end. I'm not going to say the end, but she looked crazy. Oh, well, clearly she died later, but you, you can look that part up. But how it all came about was just really wild. Now, from a positive side, regardless of what you want to say, it was really dope 
to see how a female was moving along in a male-dominated uh, industry. Let's let's we break it all the way down to skeleton pieces. Now, is the industry very? Uh, is it something that you should say in school day? Absolutely not. However, right, the fact that she was a female moving the way she was, a Hispanic female moving the way she was, even uh, some of the boss's wives were like, man, she's amazing. Like, loving her because of the confidence that she had, right? So I, from that standpoint, I thought that was really dope. And the 10 toes down believing in her ideas. Like she would come up with one and would not care who said no and would stop everybody. Clearly shoot them up, bang, bang. But would stop anyone who was in her way of her idea. Now, are we that committed to our dreams. Now, not saying go shoot them up, bang, bang for all those people who don't believe. I'm not not I'm not saying that, but there could probably be a lower level of that. You know, uh, do we stand 10 toes on our ideas or the second that somebody says no or give some feedback? Are you going back in your corner and trying to think of something else to try to please other people? Right. There was a lot of situations where she could have like folded and just listened and still been in a really good position. Like there was one, uh, if she wouldn't move forward, there was one situation where she could have gotten like 50 mil, get out the game and, and go, right? 10 toes down. She was like, nah. Like her partners were like, oh, hold on. You didn't discuss this with us. Like, what are you talking about? And it, it just, it's really dope to see when you, once again, from see it from a skeleton point. I'm not saying go into drug business because clearly she died. Okay. And every little situation that we keep watching, they either die or they end up in jail. I'm not, I'm not condoning it. But what I'm saying is there's always little pieces that we can learn from that and the confidence and the belief that she has in her ideas, not allowing anything to stop her and then truly representing females in a, in a male dominated situation. I gotta, I gotta give her props for that one. But that was, that was a lot of, sh was it, was oh, yeah, yeah, it was intense. Oh, it was very, it made me like, there was parts I was like, come on, just stop. Just please. You're, it, stop it like not everybody i never want to be that paranoid i never want to be to the point where it's like oh my god everybody's coming to get me are you did you talk to them did you talk and like i don't i don't want to live like that yeah no 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 definitely not not <laughs> not uh not worth it by any means honestly yeah i can't not the way can't to go yeah i can't do it so watch it if you can if you don't want to, if you don't like shooting them up, bang, bang, because there's a lot of that. I can understand. I can understand. Now, uh, let's talk about the long-awaited mm. uh, Vision Pro. Okay? The, the long-awaited. Right? Can we talk about first... The, the experience of getting there. I thought, now, not necessarily like a line, but like a little mini line, right? I was expecting mm -hmm. on the day that it drops, like a mini line. Now, granted, I live in Virginia. I don't expect it to be crazy, but like just a little, yeah. little joint, right? There was nobody. There's nobody. But when I asked, when I went into inside of the Apple store and I asked like, yo, has it been busy? It's like, this one's different because we're doing it by appointment. I'm like, okay, cool. So uh, you go, you get a demo. The demo's like about 30 minutes or something. Oh, the man wow. is talking you, walking you through the the, the motion of it, uh, taking you through majority of the apps, which was pretty cool. It gets you hyped. It's like, okay, just give me it, right? Could I could you have probably figured it out once you got home? 
if you are a semi techie, right? Because I don't want to assume everybody's techie. But if you've messed with some tech before, yeah, you probably could. Okay. So don't feel bad. Don't feel like you have to do the demo. But the demo is pretty dope, right? They all have a script. They can see, um, they have all have different iPads to see what you're seeing so they can walk you through it, right? So I thought that was that was a really dope experience. Now, putting it on, is it heavy? Yeah, it's heavy. It's, 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 it's not glasses. You know what I mean? It's not glasses. But I have the Oculus Quest 2. It is lighter than the Quest 2, especially you have the two bands. So that's pretty cool. That's good. Yeah. Now, um, what I just did, so the videos that you're going to see in on the podcast and everything like that, I did that in in Vision Pro. So it was cool. How I'm going to use it is to truly, I've been struggling lately with distractions. So what's cool is that you can half and half your environment. Half is your your house, your crib. The other half is um, the virtual reality environment, right? So you can be in, in the clouds, you can be on the moon, and like there's a dark mode of really dope. They have dark modes of the environments. So you can see stars. So dope, right? Oh. Um, but you can, you can fully immerse yourself in it. But for me, half and half just because I want to see kind of where I'm going and things like that. And I was able to connect my computer up. I had a video playing. I already have ChatGPT on the side and it's talking to me. So mm. what's, what, what it does, because at first they were like, we have hundreds of apps that is for the Vision Pro. No, you have a whole bunch of iPad apps that also work in Vision Pro. And there's only a few that work completely immersive with um, the Vision Pro. So don't let that language fool you, right? Because ChatGPT was an iPad version app. Notion was a iPad version app. So I see what they did there. It was cute, right? Um, typing in it, hmm, I mean, because you're like, either you're going like this, or you're looking, so the sensors, you control everything with your eyes. You don't control anything with your hand or your head or anything. You control everything. You look at it, you go like this, it's done. Mm. And it's really, really accurate. It's extremely scary. Right? Uh. So you can you could type either by looking at the letter and going like this, going like that, or talking. Best thing to do is talk right if you seriously have to type two suggestions either uh set up your computer and use your use your uh keyboard or what i just found out and i'm, I'm still finding out new things uh like the text message i was able to still uh use my keyboard to type into the text message so some of the things i was doing i was typing on my i was all the whole time i was talking to you i was in the vision pro oh nice that's mm -hmm. dope yeah so it allows you to do multiple things put everything everywhere i tried a game uh fruit ninja that was hilarious really that was extremely hilarious because it like the characters and the fruit are like you don't you're not immersed it it it's like ar so it goes with your settings. So like a pig was all the way over there. You had a slice fruit. You, I sucked. It was horrible. I realized a different trick. There was this uh, Asian dude laughing at me. Like mm. this is an introvert's dream. It's hilarious. So the, the one thing that I, I really, really enjoyed, I'll say that, is the mindfulness app. And I, I put it on my uh, IG where literally it's just, it totally immerses you in your meditation. Nice. So good. So 
so, so good. Now, that was a good things. Bad things, right? Um, when you're looking at your phone up close, it hurts your eyes. Not the greatest, right? Your reality is actually a little grainy. So it's not clear like pass through that we've clearly seen on the ads because everybody makes it look nice. It's a little bit grainy. It's you can still see everything fine, but it's just a little bit grainy, right? Um, there's not a a direct way to charge. So you have a battery pack. It's like gray battery pack that has a string that goes to the actual headset. You then have to plug in another cord to the battery pack and connect that to power mm. for it to just be continuous power. You can unplug it. You could then walk around with it, that whole nine. But there's not like a, a direct way of like, boop. And then it goes like it's it's like double situation. I'm definitely not a super fan of that. Like I said earlier, the um, the lie of there's many apps for the Vision Pro that is immersive. That's not that's not necessarily true. And there isn't and a lot of creators have um, mirrored this same opinion. There isn't a like killer app or a killer feature that is like, wow, this is what the Vision Pro is about, right? There's not mm. that, but it has a lot of potentials. It's, it's, it's a Gen 1 product. So this is where True. the idea turns into something. And I love the process of an idea turning into something. So I'm all for, okay, because you could clearly see where Apple is trying to go. Because the only thing that can happen now is that it gets smaller, it gets lighter, right? But the foundation of what is possibly could happen is clear as day already in the Vision Pro. So where the ecosystem of, of Apple is clear, like there's no heavy setup to connect your, your, your phone, your mirror it, or connect your laptop, your, your iMac, whatever. It's really like looking up and pinching and then everything's set up. There's no like click here, press okay, confirm. There's nothing right like that. Um, so the, the, the ecosystem is great. The, the fact that I could be in the kitchen watching uh, something while I'm cooking right there and it won't, like weigh me all the way down and I'm able to do multiple things, then I can have ChatGPT on the other side and be like, yo, am I doing this right? I think the potential is there. It's just, yeah, it's bulky. <laughs> now, is it is it worth the 3400 and something dollars, depending on the model that you got? If you are a Apple fan, and a fan of seeing what is to come and seeing the idea come to life. Yeah. If you are not an Apple fan, if you are more of the thing got to be right now for me to pay for that, I would say no. I, was, mm. I would say no, because you're, you're spending on potential. Right, right. So, but I, I love it. Let's just get this straight. This straight. I love it. I'm wearing it. Not now. Not if you're watching this video. I'm not wearing it now. Uh, but on a reg now, like probably I was wearing it before this, like three hours. Easy. And when I took it off, my eyes didn't hurt or I didn't feel, oh my God, where am I? With Quest, with the Meta Quest, every single time I took that thing off, I was like, oh my God, where am I? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm, like, I'm like, oh, I'm back here. Okay. The, at least with the Vision Pro, I'm able to like come back to reality and see, okay, cool. I go downstairs with no problem. I'm not, it, it, it's, it's fine. It is not a, like a shock. The, that Quest one, I was like, oh man, wait. Okay, hold on. Maybe take no, it back. No, for sure. I remember that too, actually. Mm-hmm. 
But the one cool feature that I think you would like, Keynote. So with Keynote, when you do like presentation mode, you could practice in like the Apple theater. Mm. So it's a, cool. a em- yeah, it's an empty theater. You have your slides right in front and then you look behind you and the slides are huge, right? You could prote- you could practice in the theater or you could practice in a conference room. It's so nice. fire. That part, I was like, I see what you did Smart. there. Yeah, I see what you did there. So that's my take on the Vision Pro. I'm very happy, but I can understand for those people who may not who who may not want to purchase into potential and just are waiting for a complete finished product you're probably not going to want to get it till probably maybe gen 3 i'll say that probably not till gen 3 and the somebody said that like why would you get gen 1 because i'm not waiting that long okay i'm not going to be like Oh my God, I, this is what it can be. This is all, da, da, da. no, I'm getting, I want to see the whole process. I want to see what, like people bought the first iPad, people f- bought the first iPhone, people, like, yeah. and they saw the process of it as a business owner, as a content creator, investing in gen one is actually super motivational than getting the complete finished product. Because in my head, it creates the standard of there is a process. You don't right. have to get it right. You just have to get the foundation and the experience worth talking about and then get the feedback to then uh, get exactly what the people want. Couldn't have said it better. That's exactly what I was thinking too, as you were saying that. Hear that. Yep. So, so the question is, the question is, when will hmm. you consider yeah. getting the Vision Pro? I can see myself in a, maybe like a version two of it, you know? Hmm. V2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe not even wait until three. See okay. myself in a V2. Two yeah, and I can a see half. myself in a V2. Yeah, yeah. Two a nice half. little V2. I could, I could be on a V2 maybe next September-ish if they're, or next February if that's their no, timeline like, for. Yeah. Here's my thing. Because when did uh when did those headphones came out came out the big joints? Uh, oh the AirPod Maxes. Yeah, I I'm like, I bought them, I bought them and returned them, and it was it was in the damn. it was in the winter. Yeah, How'd you yeah. Return them? I, I, I I didn't like the noise cancellation on them. I I didn't think they were great because like they're good headphones as the as a user, but whenever I use them for phone calls, trash audio. So. Not trash. Really? I love Apple. Poor audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not the greatest audio. You know, communicating out. So uh, I have no I problem have to switch with for them. These again. Really? Oh, that's good. Then. Right. Maybe they I was like, I, I actually have more problem with the 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 those than the big joints. Interesting. I feel like I sound trash with the little headphones than over the the big headphones. The big headphones. I feel like now for the people who've talk to me with the headphones please uh text me and let me know and i'll report mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. i was Give alive us feedback. yeah right 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 <laughs> i'll feedback. report if i was yeah. alive maybe it was yeah. me but i know yeah. and it could be because i got them a little while back too but they never they never upgraded oh same one still yes yeah, the same ones oh, that's that's what I, that was going to be my point yeah. where i don't know how quickly they're going to turn around a gen 2 so I didn't want to necessarily wait that long because if we look at the the big headphones, they haven't came out with a new right. one since it dropped. And I believe that was like over two years ago. Mm-hmm. Let me look. Let me see. I'll tell you what, Hold though. On. I just saw something. I just saw something about iOS 18, which I'm imagining is going to be on the next iPhone. Yeah. Possibly even here a little bit sooner. And speculation is it's going to be their best update to date because of ai no no but i think no i mean of course there every update is going to be their best update but i actually think this one makes sense because they're saying it's going to integrate ai pretty heavily into it 
So I'm like, they better because they haven't. I they've been see that. Very, yeah, they've been 2020. The headphones makes sense. Been out for a minute. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They haven't released anything of those headphones yeah. since 2020. So I'm like, what if it takes a minute for them to launch a Gen Two? Four years, three and yeah. a half, four years. Yeah, that's crazy. And that price mm -hmm. point is crazy. I mean, granted, they, for the headphones, that price point is pretty high too. But this is this is I mean, this is five or six x the headphone price. So it's, oh yeah, it's no, a this 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 price isn't isn't for the week. Yeah, I mean, this is right. not the the right. curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if yeah. you if you are curious about the experience, yes, get a Quest Three. I believe it's like mm. five hundred dollars. So if you're just trying mm -hmm. to see, uh, how a headset is and that whole experience, I know they just added, uh, spatial audio as well. I don't know what's wrong with Zuck. Zuck be be trying to throw little stabs here and there, but the Quest is probably more for the everyday user situation price point and all and then the I'll, I'll assume the apple one is the more luxury situation definitely definitely but musa sent me a, a a video that i was like absolutely you want to talk about yeah. that He's absolutely yeah i mean not. i i was just i was on tiktok and uh they somebody was recording a video of somebody walking with their vision pros and they're crossing the street so i'm like wait a second people are going to the extent of wearing them outside so you know it was like a it was like a funny one and then i'm on youtube later in the day when we were looking for some clips for the podcast and then casey neistat's video pops up first on my feed and here he is uh, on his skateboard in new york city with the vision pros on i'm like okay now this now this is a great opening clip to a video for sure to get people's attention but that's bananas but i'm imagining and i guess you could let us know you're able to see through mm -hmm. the yeah. the glasses to okay so that makes sense yeah you can see uh, everything it's so you can see your whole like outside every, everything and you can have things just pop up with still your normal regular settings now nice you can change the settings if you want, you know, if you want to be somewhere else, but you can, you can just have a window pop up here, or the, do a FaceTime. Now the FaceTime, I heard is hilarious because yeah. it takes, I'll FaceTime you so you can, so you can see it, right? The, the face that it makes of you is, is definitely something that you have to get used to, right? Like you see <laughs> what they're doing, right? Yeah. But it's like, that's really, that's not you. But I see what they're trying to do, but that's mm -hmm. not you. So, but the, it's, and you saw it in, on the video, because he showed, he showed that too during FaceTime. It's just, it's a little weird. It's just a, it's a little weird. But they have Zoom in there and everything. So they expect people to be like. Oh, to have them on their Zoom. Yeah. Cool. Huh. I like that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'll be. On Zoom. If it's my if it's my team, yes. If it's business, no, I'm not doing that. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Uh, that has to be way more accepted later down the road. Mm -hmm. But like, uh, no, 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 no. Team, absolutely. If I'm using it, you going I'm not yeah, taking I'm let my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Anyways, people, let us know. Are you going to get it? Are you not going to get it? I'm, you know me. I'm just, I'm being honest. So, uh, let us know uh, what you think. Now, uh, we're not doing a creator of the week. Okay? Let me explain why. Until this copyright issue is taken down. I'm not going to say the name of the person. However, our whole episode of 162 is gone from our uh, YouTube catalog because somebody created a copyright strike and all we were doing was highlighting the creator and their content. So um, we we'll may skip one or two weeks 
because I don't want to, I still want to highlight creators and what they do. I just got to figure out a different way of doing it because clearly maybe some people just didn't even watch it. But like I said, do your homework. If you want to know who we're talking about, uh, check the audio of 162 and you can find it because clearly the video is gone. Hmm. Which is really just disappointing. I'm like, yo, did you even watch it? Like, did, before you, did you watch it? Like The full episode, anyway. too. That's crazy. I didn't full know it was episode. a full episode. Dang. Gone. So, <sighs> anyways, let's get into the meat and potato of everything, please. So, how do you balance giving away value while turning a profit? Is it possible to grow an audience and keep them coming back for more while unlocking new revenue streams. So today we're going to be talking about the strategy of leveraging both free and paid content. And how do we combine both? Uh, I saw this clip that kind of sparked this conversation and I wanted to get into it. So check this out. Free content versus paid content. I really don't hold back on my free content because we want people to see our free content and say, wow, if, if you know this is the free content, imagine how great the paid content is. The other thing about YouTube versus a course, it's hard to learn piano like just from YouTube. YouTube is for more isolated topics, whereas a course is more of a complete A to Z transformation. You can pretty much find every concept, every lesson, everything I could possibly teach somewhere in my YouTube channel but it's all scattered about and it would be really hard to go through it in some sort of sequential way. All of my best tips, all of my best lessons are somewhere in YouTube videos out there for free. And so, like I said, I just, I don't hold back. So first, what is your thoughts about uh, the balance of free versus paid and then kind of just your experience with the situation yeah yeah so i think that um for one and i i by the way the way he broke it down is actually super accurate and relevant i love the, the idea of thinking through the lens of the transformation of the curriculum really that you are putting together and letting that be the paid program or the paid experience that someone is going to be involved in than just, you know, distributing free content. But I will say, you know, and, and I'll, I'll speak to maybe some of the cons of it and, and I'm sure you'll, you'll shed light on it through your perspective, but I think where it becomes a little bit dangerous is when you're just throwing stuff out there, it's purely creative, right? There is no real format of you know, what, what may sound cliche, but is really needed here, which is to start with the end in mind. You know, that really helps because it creates alignment. When I think about some of the more successful brands or just even experiences that have gone really well for us, it's messaging that was in perfect alignment all the way through. And what that means is what we told you you were going to get is what you experienced and your experience matched the promised outcome and that follow through and delivery all the way through, that's where the best results come from. And so when it's a purely creative project and you're pitching it together as you go, especially on the paid side, that's when it can become a bit dangerous because now you don't know if it's really in that chronological order in which people are willing to make an investment in. So mm. I would say that's probably the biggest part of it to think about. There's some, and this is not the case for everyone, it's probably more so when you have a really well-established established brand, it's the expectation that people are going to get so much out of your free mm. that they overlook your paid experiences. They're like, you know, like, yeah, this is great, but I get so much free. I don't know that I want to go down this route, but I, I sent you something with Alex Hermosi who kind of put his different spin on that is saying, no, like if you actually give away free for so long and it's better than everything that's out there, people pay you back as a result of not just because they feel bad, it's the goodwill experience of, or the, the goodwill return of saying, man, you've, you've given to us for so long. I just want to be a part of your next thing, right? Like I'm, I'm asking you to create something that I would buy in a sense. So I can see the balance of it, but I will say 
the dangers are when it's just purely a creative endeavor and there's no plan to say, okay, I want this to be the, the concept that initiates this movement. And then this experience is where we're going to create that succinct program, whatever it is, you know, for people to follow through. So first I, I, I want to address what you said, as far as the, um, when you give so much away, then people will be like, well, you, you, you do so much here. Never mind, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, they're just not your audience, right? They are, or they are on a certain level that they don't see the importance of anything else but that, right? Now, because I've dealt with I've dealt with brands that given away so much for free that it almost doesn't convert correctly. Yep. But then when when you break it all the way down is what you're selling in sync with what you've been giving. So from my experience is of when it's time to sell something, when you finally get that aha moment, you may have been putting out content that was figuring it out like I'm going to put something just to stay consistent. But when I finally drop something, it doesn't necessarily smooth over of exactly what I'm about to sell now. Right. So, for example, you may be talking about uh, your fitness journey. Right. Not, I'm, I'm talking about moose. I'm just talking about in general. It's an example. Right. Uh, your fitness journey, and then you put out a journal of self-help. Huh? I may, because I've been rocking with you, so core following is going to be like, yo, I, I love you. I see where you're going with it because fitness has something to do with self-help. I see where you're going with this. Absolutely. I love you, right? Others are going to be like, where's my fitness planner? Where, what are we doing? Right. Right. So right. when we're getting into the paid side of things, we have to make sure that what, what they've been getting from free content is the same, but in higher level, a more exclusive level, uh, more access on a paid level. Right. And this is why I'm, in this season, I've been been big on working backwards. What is the product? What are what are we doing? And then let's create content that represents and completely talks about everything around the product. So, like the uh, the guy was saying, as far as I give everything away, but it's in topics and where you're not going to watch my stuff and it's going to be in chronological order of, Hey, this is what to do unless you put it in a playlist, which I don't suggest. Okay. And even if you do a playlist, make sure it's just all jumbled or something. Right. Because yeah, there is people that is like, I'll stay on the free joint because that's 1% of people. I'm one of those 1% people that will go and comb through everything. So I can learn everything all my walks, all my, all my time of study. And I will learn, but I will also invest in the paid joint because I want to see if I missed anything. But there are people in the, before I started investing things, oh yeah, I watched. But not everybody was watching a hundred episodes of something. Yeah, not everybody sure. was watching the, the 70 plus short content that you created. Not everybody's like that. So that fear of well if i give it away for free you know um they're not going to buy my paid that's not necessarily true because your free should be um one it should build trust and authority because how am i supposed to go to the paid one if i don't know who you are I don't know if you even know what you're talking about in this in this niche, in this brand. Right. I don't know if you could create results. 
So that's instantly going to build, uh, you know, trust in and authority. Of course, you need an audience to sell to. So yeah. the free content is going to bring an audience and a global audience. Right? When you create content on these platforms, it can not only just go to your city, your state, the country, it goes to other countries. Check your analytics. You will see that. So from a free side, I'm, I'm, I'm big on doing that and giving it away as much as you can because your fear is only addressing 1% of your audience. And if you want to not do something because of 1%, you might as well hang everything up. True. Because you're not going to be good at anything of business or branding or anything if 1% of your audience is going to, to stop you from things. But we, we have another video that kind of talks about the same thing, but with a little, I wouldn't say twist, but with a little add-on. So... And when you become known for helping people get a result, your business will never stop growing. You will always be in demand. So don't worry about free content. Lots of free content is actually a really good thing because the more free content there is available for people, the more confusion people will experience. And this is the opportunity for you to be that person of clarity, to be that person that can guide them from going from where they are to where they want to be in the shortest, fastest path possible. So that's why people are willing to pay. It's not because you've got a, a membership with a ton of content and a huge library. It's because you are enabling them to go from where they are to where they want to be in the shortest, fastest path possible. Yeah. It, it, emphasis on the shortest fastest path and there's there's definitely a, a blessing and a curse in that promise because we know from an engagement standpoint quick wins help to boost engagement but that mm. promise isn't always the most feasible right to tell someone hey 30 days 60 days i've just come to realize that and i, I know I'm, I'm bypassing the content component and just talking on this piece for a moment i just come to realize that this has a lot to do with how much time your members are investing into whatever it is you're telling them to to do, right? It's like some people, they just have different work ethics, different levels, uh, different time commitments and schedules. And so that's really what determines the, the return a lot of times and not just the method itself, right? So I think there's definitely a, a caveat or uh, some fine print to add to, to such a thing around fast but i do understand again that that uh succinct or that you know streamlined process to help someone really get to where they need to go but yeah i, I do agree with that concept though around and it's funny because when we were listening to this we were like okay I'm, I'm i'm not sure how free content creates confusion but it does make sense because if it's not in a neatly organized fashion then sure enough it could be a little bit confusing because you don't know what comes first. You don't know the context. And I think that's where the, the big issue can arise. But yeah, free content is it's a uh, it's it's the part I think we need to talk about. And I want to ask you this question is how to distribute free content for people who are in different cycles or different phases of your audience. Right. Because it's like you have people who you're trying to attract. Because you talked about that just before we played the, cl the clip. You have people who you're trying to attract to your platform or to your brand. You have people who are already in your audience. They're all, remember, remember these people are all co-mingled or, or mixed together in your community or set of followers. People who already know about you, but maybe not enough. And then you have those day ones, the people who have known about you for a while. Maybe they've already engaged with something and they're there. So it's like, the free content to speak to people in different phases too. I think that's a, that, that adds a different dynamic and that's probably why it becomes a little bit confusing in, in some form, right? Because you're trying to speak to different people in a buying cycle or whatnot, who are all mixed in to your audience. That's, that's a, I didn't think of it like that. That's, that's a good way of looking at it because for how, how I took it was because you give so much, 
that you're giving so many different options that people are not going to know what to do and be like, okay, okay, all right, I'm I'm pay for it. Just tell me exactly what to do. Because, for example, okay, you're telling me to go do ChatGPT, but then you're telling me to use uh, 11 Labs, and then you're telling me to go to Google Bar, and you tell like you're showing me all these different things, and this is great. How do you how do I use it? Like how do I yeah. what do, what do I do about this? Right. So I, I took it more as the different options, but the way that you put it, it, it actually makes a little bit more sense. Well, both equal. So with the different uh, tiers of content that you should put out, of course, there's a cycle of followers like Moose was trying to talk about where you have people who are just being introduced to you. So you have to give them reason to stay, to have trust in you, to see that you're the authority. Um, so you're now putting out different tips and tricks, right? Giving out some type of value that is tangible for them, right? And tips and tricks don't necessarily always mean from an educational standpoint, right? There is tips and tricks from a motivational side. There is a tips and tricks from a va uh, entertainment side as well. Uh, so you, it's adding value w without taking tips and tricks because some people are instantly going to be like, I don't, I don't have anything to teach. How do you add tangible value in a motivational, educational, um, and entertainment kind of way? So... That's the one type of content. Now you have to keep them. So audience retention. And so this is where you're going to do some behind the scenes. This is where it's going to be more of a storytelling. This is what's continuing going to add value, but they get to know more about the brand. They now start to turn more into loyal uh, fans, loyal, uh, loyal audience. And so they have a reason to stay because what brought them here, you're still giving them, but a little bit more in a longer form or more in depth standpoint. Then you have to convert them, right? So this is where testimonials come in. This is where you are going to show them the product, the service and how it's used in real life, how it's used to solve their problems. How does it uh, apply in their lifestyle? Right. So you're going to maybe have some of your your clients, your customers actually show it how they're using it, uh, user generated content. And so there's there's multiple ways of, of showing that it's not just the flyer. It's not just the promo video. It's not just, hey, go get this. Right. How is it applied in their life? How you could tell me what to do? But can you show me how it really in, how it really goes into my day to day life from a motivational side, from an educational side and from an entertainment side? And that's kind of how like that cycle of, of free content should really go in, in, in not in no particular order either. Right. What you can create within that week. Cool. But within that week, you should you should cater to everybody who comes in and, and understand some people may stay in the trust and authority phase first for a longer period of time some may watch one and then go straight into audience uh like i'm, I'm there like audience retention just keep me so then maybe some are like they get there you're speaking their language and they go straight to the conversion so this is why it's important to have all of that in your profiles and your channels because you don't know the phase that they come into because people receive information receive content differently and some may be ready and some may need to be nurtured and and cuddled a little bit longer so. exactly what nikki said <laughs> right there that's exactly what i was trying to say and she just said it so much better so yeah okay. exactly that Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, with that, jeez, I was like, with that, um, figure out your 
your level of of free to paid. And I, I don't think we've really touched on what could be paid content, right? Because instantly um, we think of free content. I know what to put for free, but what does paid content really look like? We'll, we'll cover that just really quickly where um, that could be more of exclusive content, like how we have on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Nikki and Moose. If you're not part of that for dollars a month, 13 cents a day if you want to go about it that way we have our after show over there um exclusive lives but you know that's just giving you an example right just giving you an example of how exclusive content kind of looks then you have uh memberships or subscriptions which is something that we pretty much went over all of last week so go check that that episode out right um and then from paid Paid content, I instantly think about like paid offers as well. So that's a product and a service. And then the content that you're showing for that to convert them is, like I said, the lifestyle, how it applies to them. And then they purchase it on your website. They purchase it off of Shopify, however you have it set up. But it's it's always the, what is the free content representing? And so the paid one kind of just mirrors that. And people would pay it a lot quicker if they see that connection. Yeah. 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 I think it's, um, it's a delicate balance again to strike, especially when you are someone who repurposes content because you can then start finding yourself giving away too much of what you're doing for paid members or paid product lines and bringing it back out on social for free. Now, again, you're protected in the sense of people don't have as much context. They don't have maybe the opportunity to ask you questions or to ask for additional help and gain feedback on what they're getting, right? Because, you know, we've talked about how when it comes to social, when you get those questions or you get some of that engagement, yeah, you want to engage as much as possible, but you do it more so on your time. You may or may not get to it, right? Depending on the size of your audience or just what you have going on. But in the capacity of a close paid product, community or whatever it is, that's what in a lot of ways people are actually paying for. They're paying for your oversight. They're paying for your guidance. They're paying for that on-demand or let's call it that exclusive access direct to you because they're getting it also before others. So those are also a lot of those, you know, let's call them values or uh, it, uh, I don't know what's another word for it, but it's just like, it's, that's the benefit. That's a, some of the other benefits of, you know, uh, people who are paid, but again, be mindful to not just be like, you know what, I'm going to take, this was a great training. I'm just going to pull it the community and i'm just going to put it on my youtube as a free it's like strike a balance to some capacity is is what i would say um especially when it comes to you know that paid repurposed back into free it's different when you're just like shooting out something free and it's like oh yeah i talk more in detail about it in one of my trainings here could be a little bit different there but when you're just repurposing definitely something to be mindful of thanks So let us know if you have a balance of free to paid. Uh, what does that look like for you? Do you have exclusive access, membership, subscriptions, or you have product, service? Let us know. That whole nine. Um, if you need an example, patreon.com slash Nikki and Moose. Just go to Patreon and check out Nikki and Moose, and you can see what exclusive access looks like. Okay, just randomly. But let's go into the question of the week. And of course, this segment is sponsored by flightassessment.com. Discover your personal superpower and learn how to use your superpower to become a master communicator, strengthen all your relationships, and develop the self-awareness you need to fulfill your highest potential, flightassessment.com. Now, here's a question from the audience, okay? Mm. What's the most important uh, to be successful in business and you only get to pick one. Commitment, discipline, or consistency. 
Okay, I'm not gonna I'm not, I'm not gonna change the format of the question this time. I know every week. You cannot move the goalpost. That is exact words. Wow, okay. All right. Um fair enough. So yeah, I'm not gonna change the format of this question. <laughs> uh, but can you pick but, two and a give an example of how the two yeah. is needed? Yeah, no, I, I ain't gonna do y'all like that this week. <laughs> not this week. Maybe next week, but not this week. Uh no. I gotta go. I gotta like go it with though. discipline. We, man. We, it's almost yeah. it's almost like you have to switch it, and I have to say <laughs> no. You can't. It's not the question. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I I have to go with discipline though. I think I think discipline, especially when it comes to, you know, the concept of, uh, uh, let's call it business development or just the area of business. I've really started to realize that success can be very boring. Right, the pursuit of it is what is what sparks the energy you know it's like you're, you're doing something and you're seeing progress happen so that that that's where the excitement comes from but when you think about the things that you have to do to accumulate success or achieve success over time it's actually a lot of boring things right it, it, it's it's it, and that's where the discipline has to come in because we as humans we are a, a bottle of emotions of fleeting, ever-evolving emotions that can, if you let them, determine what you want to do that day. And I guarantee you, it's not always to work hard, to cut off distractions, to do what you don't feel like doing, to stay committed to your goals, to maybe go in the face of adversity or take on more risks than the average person. So there's a lot that naturally as humans is almost, when you talk about business growth and the natural human, it's the polar opposite of what's required versus how we're wired. And you have to utilize discipline or build discipline to get yourself on the other side. So for me, I would say I think discipline is is probably the top one of those three. Okay. Um, I think for me, it's going to be a little bit obvious. Uh, I'm going to pick consistency. I'm just going to say consistency. The reason why I say that is because... If you go over and over and over and over and over that same thing over and over while others are going to go and they're going to fall off, they're going to stop, they're going to change something up, that whole nine, you're going to continue to be standing, right? Plus, consistency builds trust within your audience. And so when you are consistently showing up doors are open for example at uh, uh, a store i know exactly the times yeah. i'm going to go exactly the, around those times i know i could get off work i could go to this store i know even though i may want uh chick-fil-a on sunday i cannot get chick-fil-a they're consistently closed on sundays which makes me want to go on Monday because I could not get it on Sunday. They're consistently doing that, consistently building me up to be like, damn, why is it every single Sunday I want Chick-fil-A? All right. of a sudden, I didn't want it Saturday. I didn't want it Friday. I didn't want it Thursday. All of a sudden, on <laughs> Sundays, yeah. because they're consistently closed, even when you're consistently not there, now, like, here you go. But I think consistency plays a big role to why we know certain people, why we know certain brands, uh, they just didn't necessarily give up. They just stayed doing the same thing over and over again until you finally recognized them, until you finally trusted them, until you finally saw them as an authority figure. And I believe that says a lot without you being consistent like, I feel like consistency is, is the root of, of everything. Now, Moose could say, well, without discipline, you can't be consistent. And that could be a thing. <laughs> and that, like, that, yeah. that could be a thing, right? Um, for me, if I know I can, for example, from a content creation side, if I know, okay, every day I'm going to create content, I'm then going to build up my discipline to, uh, well, then when you think about that, then you made a, hold on, 
This made me think of something completely different. Hold on. In that example, I, I made a commitment <laughs> to stay consistent to then right. build up the discipline to stay consistent. It requires discipline to stay consistent. So is it commitment? <laughs> but I think commitment. So hold on. Let me read the question again, because now I see what happened. And this is this is go. What is it wasn't the most me this important? time, y'all. I just want to go. I just want that on record. It wasn't me. No, no, this it's time. me. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's not him. Yeah. Because he didn't yeah. want to do it. It still has to happen. <laughs> now nah, you have to do it. <laughs> now nah, you got to do it. Because he didn't want to do it. What's the most important to be successful? Okay. Damn. That's because it did say what's the most important to start being successful. So because I was like, saying look, you, need- you, you need, you need one for the others. You know, you could say, well, I need commitment to be disciplined or I need discipline right? like to you, be committed. You need- you need commitment you know to start everything. You need commitment to say, I'm going to be disciplined. I'm going to be consistent. You have to make that commitment. So without a commitment Wait, but to the say. The question wasn't what comes first. Right. That's what, I, that's what I'm and like. Not, yeah. If the question was what came first, I would have said, yeah, no, no, no you're right. right. But is it the most important because it has to come first? Because it has to come first. That that's that's how I'm processing right now. Not that what has to come first, but is it the most important because it has to be first? Yeah, because it has to be first. I don't yeah. know. I'm still going to say Dang. consistency. I'm not changing my I'm answer. I'm still say discipline. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I'm no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not changing Worth my answer. It's, yeah, it's a good debate, but uh, I'm staying with mine. I debated with myself, and then Moose tried to come in and be <laughs> debate with me too as well because I'm just debating with myself at that one. Right. Um, but yeah, consistency, discipline, but I do believe commitment comes first, but that wasn't the question. You hear me? Anyways, uh, listen, if you listen to this, this uh, long, uh, there's three things we would love you to do, okay? Uh, you heard it twice so far, so there's going to be a third time, so third time's a charm. Patreon, okay? Join our Patreon. Uh, two... Uh, flight assessment, get the flight assessment because you haven't. I don't think you have. Three, uh, deeper than the brand, of course. Hello. Deeper than the brand. Come on now. Uh, yeah. This month, we're talking about turning ideas into content with AI. So you're probably going to want to be part of deeper than the brand on that one. And we released our mastermind and that's all inside of deeper than the brand. So go check that out. And then um, follow us on all social media platforms, Nikki and Moose. Our YouTube will probably take a hit because of this copyright strike. So we gonna need all your support because that was trash. But we gonna a lot make of hard it. work goes into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You had to do. You had to go through copyright school and every. I'm just over it. Anyways, um, so in 90 days it'll be better. Wild, um, if he does not reverse it. So, Moose, final words. All right. Well, hey, um, when it comes to today's topic, honestly, when we talk about free content, paid content, any kind of content, you know, I think there's a lot of there's a one main question that some of you need to answer if you're going to step out into this thing wholeheartedly. And that is, why are you afraid to be seen? All right. It's, it's your unique perspective. It's the thing that you have to say. Truth be told, it's who you are that people are going to be most attracted to anyway. But if you're afraid of being seen, it will never discover you to begin with. So just know you got to answer that question like, yo, what is it? What is it about being seen that doesn't allow me to take the next step? So answer that question for this week. <laughs>